G'day everyone. Just before we start the show today, we're going to do something we have never done before in the four years that we've been doing this podcast and say, if you enjoy what you listen from us, we would really appreciate your support. This is a passion project that we do. We make zero money. Um, we lose a lot of money doing this, but we don't lose it. We, we put it into what we love to do and we want to keep improving it. And we'd love a little bit of help from you to do that. Absolutely. You'll find in our show notes a link to our coffee. And if you can find it in your hearts or your wallets to buy us a coffee or in our case a beer, it'll go a long way for to continue for us to continue to deliver the content and also go away even proving the content which we deliver to you as well. Yeah, we might just sound a little bit better. Uh, thanks very much. This feels awkward to us, but um, we really appreciate your support. Thanks, guys. All right. Cue the music. G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision 2021 form guide for the big week ahead. We're here, Michael. It is Eurovision week. Yes, we finally have a competition. Been a couple of years. It has been a couple of years. So we've had a big rehearsal week. We've had months of over-analyzing every song. And now we're going to analyze it again before we hit the live <laughs> semifinals. And we're going to go through some of the key contenders, some dark horses and ones to watch in this this episode mm, plus probably a couple of surprise packets we think mm, might come out too. indeed well let's start with our contenders dale because we have a couple of favorites that are kind of jumping out from the pack so let's have a talk about italy it's manaskin and zitia boni So, Dale, why are we putting this one as one of the contenders? Well, I mean, number one is because it's first in the odds right now. And it did climb to first in the odds just after last night's second rehearsal for the group. It was really impressive. We were always a big fan of this song. I'm a massive fan. It is my number one. I was worried about how it would translate. And as the week's gone on, this looks fantastic. It brings this incredible rock show with a Eurovision lens on it. And they've cleaned it up and made it more Eurovision. There's tighter shots. There's more flamboyant costumes. There's an absolutely amazing pyro fire finish that is just going to capture everyone's attention, both on the jury and on the telly vote. This looks like the front runner it deserves to be. Yeah, quite often we see at Eurovision songs will hit the ground and build as they uh, rehearse. This one is definitely one of those. It is such a unique kind of package just to them. Yes, there are is another rock song in this competition, but nothing like this. It is stunning in its visual kind of presentation. Mm. I think they've got the mix right between allowing them to rock and also you know, channeling them into a TV performance, which it needs it to be. Look, question marks on this one. Rock sometimes doesn't do very well with juries, etc. You know, it's glammy kind of rock. It's pretty campy kind of rock as mm. well. So we'll see how, how juries and televoters come for this one. I also feel we've spoken a lot about how people are going to feel on the night. Do they want that spine-tingling emotional ballad, that big party song to get up and dance? 
I still believe this song captures an emotion that maybe Europe's feeling because we're not there. So look, how can we do it? But we're still feeling frustrated. Mm. I want the world to be somewhat like it was before. Um, this lets you have that, but enjoy it at the same time. And as that last rehearsal went through and there were flames going off in the air, I was just like, F me. This is amazing. And I, I, I really do think it's a, a great choice of a winner. And I put 50 bucks on it straight away. Uh, well, they, i got to say, they have got a very big finish. They've also drawn second half in the grand final, so they should get a pretty good spot. You can imagine that's going to do pretty well. Yep, Italy looking good. They do deserve a victory. They've been amazing over the last decade. Let's see if they can get it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the other one of the favourites there. This is France, Barbara Pravi, and voila. Well, couldn't be more contrasting from the Italian entry this one, but still right up there. This is very much of the old school, isn't it? It's a real chanson and it's sung and delivered in the Piaf sort of style. So it's very, very different from Italy. Uh, there is nostalgia here, but there is craft and it's not completely, you know, old fashioned. There is, when you watch the performance, it's very well shot. It's very modern in its in its delivery with its with its staging. So... I think they've got a good balance between what's going to be a very compelling old school kind of song with a very nice modern kind of presentation. So well done, friends. I think the presentation is one of the best things about this. Like the song is great as it is and it's accessible French. You're doing voila, voila, voila. We can all do that. And Barbara has written the junior Eurovision entries of the last couple of years that have won and almost won. So she knows how to get to an audience and this song does that. Her, she's very intimate in her delivery mm -hmm. straight down that camera. You connect. You've got no choice but to connect. And you kind of know what she's saying, even though you don't understand the language. There's some really nice LED effects on the floor or lighting or whatever they're doing. I'm not sure if it's... Is it LED or lighting with the birds? It's uh, LED. Yeah, imagine it was. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they're doing that really well. It, it, it works so differently. Yes. It's very hard to compare, isn't it? Like you're going to have that kind of spine tingle with her and you're going to like rock on with um, Italy. What's going to capture people more, both on jury and televote? Yeah, I think once again, going back to that, what's the sentiment of Europe going to be like on the night? Um, this one, yeah, maybe this one could come across as a little bit downbeat. Uh, so that could affect its televote. I'm just trying to think of things that may stop it from winning. It could come across as a little old-fashioned. That's not going to be everybody's cup of tea True. for a as, jury. As much know. as rock might not be everyone's cup of tea. What I love about there's two great entries here. I love both of them. They're both great. If they just nail it and whoever deserves to win deserves to win, I'll be a very happy man. Fair enough. Let's talk about some of the other contenders here, Dale. Switzerland, John's Tears. He went in one of the favourites, and he still is, very much so. Uh, what do you think how this one's shaping up? It's so interesting going into this. I didn't rate his chances at all, and I had him like coming somewhere like 6th to 10th. Then I saw the staging, and I fell in love with it, and I was like, winner vibes, <laughs> until I saw France and Italy, I must add. <laughs> but since then, he's tumbled down the odds, and I think there is an effect of Italy and France doing it better and particularly France maybe taking it's a very different song but I feel it could be speaking to the same audience and mm -hmm. I think Barbara probably delivers a better 
overall package. I really love what John's Tears is doing. I think it's very artistic. I think it has impact. Uh, maybe not the finish is so great and he has to watch his facial expressions and stuff, but overall, it's really good, but is it a little too arty-farty for all of Europe? Yeah, it, it is very artsy, I guess, compared to the other two. Um, I really love the presentation on this one. It, it is, I find, very modern, very compelling, not what I expected. It would have been the easy option to just throw the guy behind a piano. That mm. wouldn't have worked for me at all. Um, and he's doing some sort of interpretive dancing, and, and, and that could be off-putting for some people. I think it takes the whole song to another level because I didn't really particularly like the song on its own. So, look. I probably don't know if he's going to take the crown. I do think it's going to get a very good jury score, though. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this is ahead of Italy and in, in come the end of the jury vote. But will the telly vote come for this as hard as perhaps Italy and France? That's where I think the Achilles heel is for this one. I would have to agree. And when you say interpretive dance with John's Tears, and we've said this before, it sounds odd, <laughs> but believe us, it kind of works. Yeah. He does a really good job of it. Um, I didn't think he had it in him, and he did it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Iceland, one of our other contenders. Uh, Dati Freya. Uh, yeah, look, one of the favourites last year will come in as one of the most recognisable artists for this year. So, And he's got a pretty good package. Oh, look, this has been the surprise for me this week. Not surprising that he's great and the group's great and they can stage something, but I just thought the song wasn't strong enough. Mm. It just showed this week that really good staging can just totally override all that add an emotion that people really want him to do well and look this does touch the casual viewer there are so many casual viewers i know here maybe it's more western europe northern europe and australia thing but so many people casual people are working oh i hope iceland win they deserved it last year i was like how do you even know what eurovision is so people do know about it and he's he's giving this great presentation and i think he's going to get a lot of love i think he, he did well in the euro jury competition leading up he's going to get televote if there's going to be the surprise of the night, it could be from him from the back of the pack, which I would never have seen coming a couple of weeks ago. I agree. Uh, look, you know, you can't discount the goodwill towards this. That's going to that's going to translate to votes. Plus, also, there is jury appeal here. There is televoter appeal here. So there's going to be a lot of points. Whether it's enough to knock out some of the others, we'll see. But there's, yeah, I can see a really compelling package here for people to vote for. It's good fun. It's bright it's colorful it's quirky it's everything he does well and he comes across really really well on the camera in a weird way i didn't want to love it as much as i did because i'm like i don't want it just to win because of him i want it to still be the song but i was watching it and i was just smiling and i was enjoying it and i'm like oh god if he's won me over i'll look out Europe might be won over as well, and I put a bet on him each way straight oh, away. <laughs> we got any money left? Have you been betting all our money? I up? think there's no money left. No, it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to one of our other contenders here. It's Bulgaria, Victoria. Um, for, I'll start off on this one. I, you know, again, probably not my style of song. Uh, I was thinking maybe she's looking at a lower 10 finished at best because I was worried about the presentation and staging. Well, no, they actually brought something very compelling. A little confusing, but very compelling. And they've really given this a chance to catch a televote, which I thought was its big weakness. So I think it's back in the running for a pretty good top five finish here. Definitely. I do think there's a really good jury, jury score here. I totally agree. The staging was so much better than I expected it to be. They did a really good job of it. Mm. It's a very difficult song, I think, to stage. Um, Dreamscape, her sitting on this thing, there's some things going on. It's going to capture attention and it, as you say, gets some televote love. And look, 
it's the outsider of this bunch to possibly take the crown, but it's not an impossible path. Mm. It does need a very strong jury, I think, to get her there. She ain't going to get there on the telly vote, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But let's think about Dami. Dami came fourth by a long way, but she won that jury really really easily. I don't think we're looking at that situation. No. But that's the kind of path you need to go down, and it's not out of the realms of possibility. I do think running order for that one is going to be incredibly important come grand final time. If she can somehow jag a spot in the second half, that's going to do a lot better than perhaps coming earlier in the night. Yeah, very, very true. All right, let's talk about the last one of our contenders, which is Malta. Went in the favourite prior to rehearsal week. Still up and thereabouts. Uh, What do we think of this one? Oh, look, I think she's still got very much a chance. And just because yeah. we're talking about her now doesn't mean we think she's like the sixth lot. No. Um, I think she uh, has a great jury song there. It's the most commercial radio-friendly song, I think, of this bunch. Even though it's not necessarily... It, it can fit into radio, basically. Mm-hmm. Her staging has improved as the week's gone on. And her vocal delivery is impeccable. And she's so likable and she connects really well. Uh, I do still worry about the Delhi vote appeal there, but I think there's more in it than maybe a Bulgaria. Um, and that's why I think she has still got a very strong chance. It reminds me a little bit of Toy and Arcade during the week. They fell off out of people's kind of going, mm, can they win? Can they win? When ultimately she's been the favorite for a while now. And she is she just going to turn around and just win it as we kind of expected a few weeks ago yeah look I think pretty much that's the way it might go to be honest really yeah I think we all were talking about what mood is Europe going to be in do they want fun do they want party well this is the song of all the contenders it's the youngest it's the freshest it's the most modern one true uh, it's the banger of the lot it, and it, it's the others you know and it's when we talk about superstars look Manaskin, yes they've got that star quality but Destiny has got it in spades mm. and she is this entry I wish they'd done a bit more with the staging to give it a bit more wow but it's slick it's very video clippy it's very bright so look it's not a bad staging but you know it's going to be up to her to drag this over the line and in a year where you've only got a small crowd a video clip style thing might not be that bad. We're exactly. not going to have those clips of people waving flags at the front of the stage. The green room is at the front of the stage. Yeah. So actually, if there's ever going to be a year that that's going to work, this is the year for it. Mm. And they've very much mm. given a good modern presentation. So, look, I think this is getting the younger vote, and I think this is going to pretty much might even storm oh, the television. I put the money on. on the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're the, they're the favourites. They're pretty much the big contenders. Let's talk about the dark horses. These are the ones just outside that group. Probably could come in and snatch at least a top five, maybe not the crown. We want to start with Cyprus. It's Elena with El Diablo. Well, Cyprus has delivered us another great staging for another great sort of banging song here. This isn't as good as an Eleni Ferreira Fuego, but it's not far, far much further down than her. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is better than Tumta's replay, and it's somewhere in the middle there, and that is something really, really good. She's delivered this great package. She looks amazing. The staging is probably my favorite staging, I think, of the whole lot, I Ooh. would say. I do think it's just about the fact that maybe the song isn't just quite as good as everything else. There is that element of it maybe sounding like some other things in the past, but overall, she slays it. It's really good. And I think 
even though we put it outside the contenders, I think it will beat a lot of the contenders home. Yes. I just don't think it can win. Yeah. I think it can come third, but I don't think it can win. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. And the reason why I think that is because, A, it's not the most original piece of music we're going to hear. So I can see juries, um, you know, really probably punishing it for that. Uh, And as far as the staging goes, it's not the most original thing we've ever seen. It's very slickly done. it's great. (laughs) And she performs it brilliantly. But again, it's not the most original thing. So we've got these two sort of barriers for it to actually get to that top echelon. But it is very, very well presented. She is amazing on camera. Oh, my God. She will get a lot of off tally vote and it's just so well packaged and performed you know impeccable from from cyprus well done well well done she's serving up exactly what we want we may be of a certain demographic that wants exactly this kind of thing at eurovision and it's just done so well so well done cyprus she's going to get a lot of support all right let's go on to the next one it's lithuania and the roop okay mm. this one's op- opening our semi-final but we're pretty sure it's going to get to the grand final what do we think of this one I think this is the forgotten entry a little bit of this year. I think it will definitely get a decent tally vote. I think they've brought a really good product over. It's one of those things where maybe On Fire had a little bit more potential with the tally vote. I think this has got more potential with the jury, but it's still going to get punished by the jury a little bit here. And whether or not it's standing out enough for the tally vote to grab it, but you know what? This is really good. It's really well put together. They've turned it into a Eurovision stage performance from their national final. They stand out. They look good. They'll be given and rewarded a good spot in the running order for opening the semifinal because they will get through. If they make it through to the um, the, the second half, if they get make it the grand final, they'll get, they'll get a good spot and they'll yep. stand out. And I think they'll get a good result, probably Lithuania's best ever. Yeah, I think this one's a bit of the forgotten one as well. I think maybe because we've all seen it being fans, we're forgetting a lot of the one, you know, the one-timers out there. Yeah. It will really pop for them. And they do, it's very slickly performed. Look, is it again the most imaginative song probably not and i can see juries punishing that so for me i'm really interested to see the semi-final jury score i think that will give us an indication if it can actually get to the top reaches of the final scoreboard but it's very very good it's really really well done and it's a good eurovision entry it's certainly going to get a good result. It's just about how high that result's going to be. Exactly. All right, let's talk about Ukraine, one of the eye catchers coming into rehearsal week. I don't know. We always had it on our radar. Um, this People seem to be going off about this one. Yeah, a bit of a wildcard one, this one. I mean, when we first heard it, we were like, hmm, will Ukraine lose their qualifying record because is it too strongly Eastern? It's like, no, as soon as we saw visuals with this, this is great. Uh, they know how to do a visual performance and they are delivering a really good stage show. I think it's going to do really well and capture people for sure. I do think a top 10 um, could be on the cards here. I'm not sure if it's going to go as high as some people are expecting it to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I personally love it. I think people tune into Eurovision for this kind of like, when do you see Ukrainian folk EDM? You don't. This is the kind of stuff we love. She's going to perform it great. Um, they're going to get a decent result, but maybe not as high as some people are hoping. Yeah. I mean, it's just such an odd song, isn't it, really, from a Western European point of view. It's very odd. Even the vocal delivery, everything is is just a bit strange. So I'm not sure how juries will take it. 
Uh, we'll see, I guess. Uh, but as certain as far as televote appeal and those once a year people going loving a bit of zany Eurovision, gosh, this ticks all your boxes, kind of thing. So it is, and it's compelling. I can see a massive uh, televote score for this. We'll see how if the juries haven't buried it before then. Mm, that's very true. I think jury could be the problem. I agree. All right, let's talk about one that's kind of sprinted from the pack here a little bit. Or oh, during this week, it's Greece, Stefania. This is um this is quite the performance. <laughs> this is I think look I you could see that this is going to be something decent if they could pull it together. When we spoke about this in our review and rank, we we're like this sounds like an old school older school our school <laughs> Eurovision kind of song with that traditional build up and the bang and like you know it's been done before, but they do it really well. Stefania, I was worried about her age, but she owns that camera and mm. that stage and she sings it really well. And you've got this green. Uh, screen thing going on which is really different and stands out they've got a few things to fix there definitely but even then it just i'm basic i loved it it went sprinting into my top 10 i was up there with the green screen and love and life yeah it's one of those ones again i think the uh, once a year people will really enjoy the performance of this um the song itself Probably not the most groundbreaking thing we've ever seen. But at the same token, now that they've added this staging in, it's masked almost the, the weaknesses of the song. I agree. And you're so caught up in what's going on on the screen. She, you know, you're forgetting how we've, <laughs> I've heard this chorus three times now. And yeah, exactly. it hasn't done anything new for yeah. two minutes. Yeah. So they've done a very, very clever job with the visuals. And you're right, she is stunning. Mm. absolutely stunning and commands that performance and she needed to and yeah look if they can just iron out those little technical things then yeah big score coming i think for greece as well just nice to see greece back with something decent there yes for a one for quite a while for us in our opinion anyway yeah. yep all right let's go on to the next batch we've got here now these are the ones to watch we've got here dale and we'll kick things off with san marino it's Senit and adrenalina Well, San Marino Dale, up there. What are we, is this one to watch? <laughs> Who would have thought? I mean, Senit, she competed for San Marino in 2011. For her to come out and come out with such a banging song and to be owning Eurovision Week that she is, she's an amazing personality. And this song is great. The staging is really good. It suits the video. It's gonna not. I can. See, you're giving me looks here. Mm. It's a bit of a color color vomit, definitely, but it does work. It's a great package for what the song is. It is gonna grab Televote. Jury is another matter. It is gonna grab Televote, and it could grab a really high one. That's to me. That's the one to watch. Where does this come? If this came fifth or fourth in the tally vote, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, if it came twelfth, it also wouldn't surprise me. I agree with that. Look, I think the staging's probably a little over the top. There is a lot going on oh, on those what, screens. What do you mean the gimp dances? What's wrong? You're saying they're over the exactly. top? Exactly, gimp mask dances. <laughs> like there's just so much going on in Technicolor in the screens. It's it's a lot going on. Obviously, we've got the Flowrider Willy Wonty thing. I don't think it really matters that much. I don't think it does. Um, a few. Fans might be disappointed if he doesn't rock up. The, the once a year is probably don't really care. Um, 
they are on for a good result and they deserve it because of her, I think. She's fantastic. She's worked so, so hard yep. to connect with people and really get herself out there. She's worked really hard and I hope it all pays off for her. All right, next one on the ones to watch we've got is Swedendale. Mm. What a shock. Sweden's <laughs> got a good entry again. Talk us through this one. Well, this is interesting. It's dividing fans and even at Melody Festival on this year, we were a little bit hot and cold on it as well. Mm. But this is a really good package that Sweden always deliver and when you bring the one Swedish song into a competition like this that package stands out and it stands out to juries they know what they're doing they do good commercial uh, radio friendly songs well that's why they've been a dominant force in this area for decades now Sweden punching above their weight and they do it here at Eurovision I see no difference here I think it's got jury appeal I do worry about the tally vote. Oh, I'm very worried about and the tally vote. And it's not just because it's Sweden. It's just because maybe I, this connection, this song just may not work. And that's just what happens sometimes with Swedish entries. Oh, no, it's Sweden. <laughs> A little <laughs> bit. No, I'll definitely agree. This is big, big jury score here. The, the juries are going to love this. It's got it's what they've been voting for for years, basically. It's that formula. Um, look, They've been playing around a little bit with the rehearsal and lighting and stuff like that. I think they'll go back to what's safe. It's going to be a good, solid performance. I do worry about the tally vote. We've seen with Sweden, it's just been going down and down and down. And I think Tusa might be a victim of that. Not so much his performance, just about what's going on in that trend. And also, one thing's really important. He's got such a story. Mm. And we see people with stories come that final week when the mainstream media arrive. They want to know. They're hungry. Who's the personalities? Who do we need to talk about? He's going to be one of the ones to talk about. So definitely. he's definitely going to be on, you know, a, 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 the face will be out there. and uh, So it's going to do well, but I just worry about that television. Yeah, no, I, I certainly agree. If Too Late for Love can only get 93 points, exactly. I don't see this doing any better. I kind of agree with that. All right, one of the other ones we've got here to watch is Finland. Hmm. So, no, look, I think we're a bit lukewarm on it, but what they do is really well, is really good. And this is why it's got to be one to watch. This has got a nostalgic um, 2000s. I don't think that's nostalgic. Wasn't that just yesterday? But anyway, for the kids, um, they look at this in the 2000s and go, oh, yes, of course, that's when I loved rock and it was Linkin Park and it sounds like that. And to be all credit to Blind Channel, they do a really good job of bringing this to the Eurovision stage. It looks really good. It's a bit sanitized rock compared to when you see what Italy's doing. Mm. Um, but I do think it may be more general rock as well. That could touch on people who are a bit like, well, I don't know what Italy's saying, but maybe they'll just enjoy this a bit more. It's certainly one to watch. I think it'll get a good result for Finland, but I do think they might be munaskinned out of where they could have come. No munaskin. This could be a top 10. Without it, I'm worried. Yeah. Look, it does what it says on the tin, doesn't it? They come out, they thrash their hair around, they throw a bit of attitude and a bit of, you know, rock and roll cosplay, as I call it. And, um, yeah, I'm not that impressed with it. I think it'll sail through to the grand final, but I think it'll get found out when it's there for what it is. Not much jury score. It's got some rock, you know, votes. Can't see this troubling the top ten at all. All right. <laughs> Let's go on to one of our other ones, and it is Norway, Ticks, Fallen Angel. Um, yeah, this one seems to be one to watch. Seems to be gathering a bit of momentum on the ground. He's everywhere. Like every video I see, either Ticks is rocking up in the background or there's something about him. So, Well, look at the costume to start with. If you're mainstream press or you're capturing content for Eurovision, you want to put Ticks in there because he is just attention-grabbing. 
it is everything that people think of Eurovision. And in some ways, that's a good thing. In some ways, that's a bad thing, you know, but he's attention grabbing. Um, We're big fans of the song, massive fans of his story. And what it's really important for people to try and get it is that his story to come out behind the novelty of the wings and the fur coat. And if they can tell that story during the week, it can really help because also his staging has been done really well in terms of executing it to a Eurovision stage. Yeah, I agree. I think it's some of the best staging we're seeing, actually. It's getting that, you know, epicness across. And it is pretty much a superhero costume that he's wearing, just in a very weird way. Yeah. Um, So if they can get that message and viewers can understand it, then, yeah, again, we've got a guy with a story and they tend to work really, really well. So I used to to think this was going to struggle to get out of the semifinals. I don't think so much now. Uh, So, look, if, if... and come, you know, the time when it's in the grand final, more of the Scandies rock up and probably get a bit of a better vote. All right, let's go on to the last ones of our ones to watch, and it's Russia, Maniza. Okay, again, a lady with a story, and uh, my gosh, this one probably has jumped out a bit now that we've hit the ground. A lot of people were worried about the staging, etc. She's got a narrative. She's got something quite eye-catching. So, um, yeah, I think this could go pretty well. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I really don't know how this will go. I personally have it in my top three. I love it. I love everything about it. I love everything about her and the way she delivers. And there's this wonderful moment in the staging where she's, you know, performing to a whole bunch of, you know, women on screen. And there's strong messaging there. Um, She has this dress thing you would have seen the pictures probably of. But it does sort of sit on there awkwardly on stage. They should remote control zoom it off get the stage. That, or get a uh, Roomba, is that the things? <laughs> like get it off stage. But also, I think the style of music and in being in Russian is certainly also going to be a, a bit of an accessibility issue for some people to take in. Mm. And uh, I think it'll. Uh, it's Russia. It's a great quality thing, and it should get through. I just, if there's one of these ones that people are really building up that I'm worried about, it's Russia because she deserves to get through so bad. But I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried, but it could still do well. But in the grand final, I couldn't see it worrying the top 10 at all. Yeah, I'm a bit the same as you on that one. All right, the next one we're going into, we've called Friends and Allies. I'm not sure if that really counts. <laughs> all right, but let's start with Australia, Montaigne, Technicolor. We got Grace, yeah. We got Stalin, Lasers, yeah. Well, I guess we're a friend and ally of ourselves here, <laughs> but we had to talk about Australia, and I think it's been a really good week for us after what's been a, a tough few weeks of knowing we're going to do a live on tape. We saw a sneak peek, and God, it looks good. I think they've done a really good job of keeping it simple, keeping it dark to make sure it doesn't really stand out as being some being filmed somewhere else without the same technology. Her costumes look great. From what we can hear, she sounds really good. And it just gives us a chance to get through where I felt we were behind the eight ball before I saw that. Yeah, it's been quite the roller coaster, hasn't it? Oh, um, yeah. With, with Montaigne and Technicolor here. Um, there was a real kick in the guts when we got told or everyone was announced that Australia would not be going. Um, you think straight away, oh, we're dead in the water now, aren't we? But uh, yeah, then all of a sudden we see some snippets. It's like, oh, maybe there's a hope. So, and you know. It does come in waves, this one. Look, I think it's such an unusual and challenging composition. It, it's it's going to be up against it to start with. And now we've got the we're not there. But 
it's not necessarily dead in the water. No. It, it, a lot will depend on how we are uh, presented in the show and how it's weaved into the show. Yeah. And if um, viewers and jurors can feel some empathy for us and go, oh, well, maybe we don't have the LEDs and the big show that everyone else has because we're doing our live on tape, there might be that little bit of goodwill towards us. I agree. It's not just about how it live on tape looks. It's how they're going to almost explain it going in now when you hear that story in Europe are you going to be like well why aren't they here or are you going to be like oh I feel for them and then also go not we don't want sympathy vote we want people to see that and go wow they did that with that song and that song's great and we love what they've done and they're not even here Mm -hmm. and go I'm going to vote for that because that's an awesome presentation an awesome song imagine if it was on stage yeah. so that's what I want people to take away from it and sneak us through um, <laughs> it's, you've got to have hope Yeah, and exactly. what I have is hope where maybe I'd lost it before I kind of agree with that alright let's move on to one of the big hitters in Eurovision UK uh, James what do we think of his performance I think this is a really fun performance. Like, I like the big prop trumpets. I like James' delivery. I think he's got this... This is part in the middle, particularly, where it gets down off his little podium thing, and he kind of interacts with the dancers. Just the tiniest amount of choreography without it being overwrought and connects with the camera well. I think his vocals have probably just got to push a bit more, but I still feel like he's holding back a little bit. Um I think it's fun. I think it would be great if it opens. I think it's the best chance for UK to do well if it opens the show and they bring some fun and go, okay, UK brought something fun this year. Yeah, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Look, I'm I'm a bit torn with the big props. It feels a little bit lazy. It's just like, oh, it's Eurovision. Let's do some big trumpets. And the trumpets don't do anything. If like if light came out of them or they were part of the show, then great. But they just sort of hang there and then they just sort of sit on the <laughs> they're stage. They're lit up. They're lit up blue and the red kind of, at the start. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, but those cannons in Romania for Yodel, it didn't do really anything. do anything either, I guess. So look, you're right. It is it is a fun kind of entry, isn't it? And and it's performed pretty well. I, I don't know if it's at the top level of stuff, but I think it's probably one of the better things we've seen from the UK for quite a while. Let's talk about Ireland. Taking some risks this year with Leslie and Maps. What did we think of this one? Well, this is what I like to see. Um, I think Australia and Ireland are doing something here that maybe the UK couldn't learn a little lesson from. Mm. Take some risks. Um, this may not pay off for Ireland, though. Um, it is very complicated. There's a lot of paper things going on. It's a small-scale type of thing, a non technical thing that looks really technical mm. it's really wonderfully done when it goes right but when it goes wrong oh it, it, it goes off the rails quickly but leslie if she can nail it and we've seen her nail it this is really good mm. like every run that she did great i'm like oh that's in without a doubt and then there'd be another run that wasn't quite good you're like oh god that's never qualifying so it's just going to be does she bring it on the night she's in she doesn't quite nail it even 85% is going to cut it, I don't think. Yeah, it is one of those ones. If it's slightly off, and this is what we've seen from the rehearsals, if it's slightly off, it unravels pretty quickly. Now, it's very difficult on her. She's got to be in certain spots at certain times, and there's treadmills, and there's singing, <laughs> and there's facial expressions. I'm yet to see a run-through that all of that's come together. Some of it's been there, some of it hasn't, some of it. So it's a big ask for her to get it all right on the night. I hope she does. Um, but I'm, I applaud them for taking this risk mm. because this is a difficult song to stage 
uh, and they've taken something and and had a real crack at it. I do have an issue with when she does reveal how the cake is baked kind of thing. Mm. Uh, It's probably a little premature for me, and I don't really get this fascination with getting out to that front stage. No. Because this crowd's not going to be there. It's the green room. So Like, oh, hey, hi there, um, James. (laughs) And she's not the only one doing this. A lot of people are sort of running out to that stage to get that moment, and it's like there's nobody out there. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. That's just a personal tasting, maybe. Look, hopefully it all comes together for Ireland. Good on them for taking a risk. And Leslie is one of the loveliest people on the earth. So yeah. fingers crossed she gets some, we'll some be, reward. We'll be very happy if she gets through. And I think if she does get to a bigger or a bigger um, 26 songs rather than 16, this has better chances. A bit like Technicolor. The more songs you put in there, the more it jumps in front because it's not safe. Hmm. I think it has potential to do, get a reasonably good result if they're starting to nail it. All right. Let's move on to our surprise packets, Dale. We've picked one each that we think might do pretty well or better than expected. Um, You can kick us off with your selection for our surprise packets. Well, this is the one to watch. And you know what? I have to eat some of my words here. Um, Serbia. We always thought Serbia were going to get through, but I wasn't expecting much for the final. I was expecting 22nd. All right, here we go. Balkan, um, you know, female empowerment sort of trio, do something big and bold and that's it. This is really good. This is so good. They they stomp out there. They throw themselves around. They look amazing. They sound amazing. They're doing it all with this incredible choreography. They're doing it with so much hair. It's like, so much hair. There is a lot of hair. There's so much hair. And it's amazing, though. And it has real impact. They have a great color palette for their staging. It doesn't matter that it's in Serbian. It doesn't matter. You, you just connect with them and they deliver it. At times, it's a little chaotic, but it's kind of organized chaos. And they bring a party that I don't think anyone's bringing something like this. I'm really impressed with it. And I think this could definitely be left-hand side of the scoreboard even be the surprise packet of a top 10 okay just that's pretty positive look i'll agree with a lot of that they are bringing something different and they have brought a different color palette and the way they present themselves from a lot of the other female or female vocalists slash bangers so there is something there we always knew these girls were going to rip it when they got out there they're terrific performers we've seen that in live uh, stage performances before but i think they've brought something really elevated here i do personally like the last kind of 30 seconds where they break it down and then come out and do something a little different it's very good i don't know about left-hand side of the scoreboard definitely grand final but i don't think left-hand side of the scoreboard for me yeah well i said surprise so look it doesn't mean i think it will but (laughs) if anyone's going to jump from the pack and go where do they come from it's going to be hurricane all right my surprise packet will be denmark (laughs) the boys there now it's an odd one this one and i think the reason i've got this one is i think the biggest hurdle for this is just get out of the semi-final because if it can get out of the semi-final, it's then joined with some more voting partners like Sweden, Norway, Australia, and then you're going to get a better result than more your casual probably. viewers. Exactly, more casual viewers as well. It's very odd. Again, a little chaotic, and, and um, it, it's a bit of a head scratcher. It's a throwback to the '80s, a real throwback. So, I find it enjoyable. I find it very Eurovision. It could be seen as a little over the top and maybe taking the piss at the same time. So. It's an interesting one. I just think if it makes the grand final, I think we might see a good result out of it than people don't expect. Exactly. It's the fun 
it's very much what Australians like to see. And sometimes we mm. never know if that translates. It did with the Kano. We knew that would smash it in Australia. Will this translate beyond Northern Europe and Australia? Yeah. If it does, it could get a good result. I agree with you. I think it's probably more in the Nordic Australia kind of pocket. I think <laughs> that, some of, that pot six or whatever we were in. <laughs> yeah. Some of the others might be a bit, what on earth is going on? But um, personally, I do love it. And I think it could get a decent result. Yeah. But it also wouldn't totally surprise me for it to completely NQ in the semifinal, <laughs> could unfortunately. Possibly. We do that as well. Could happen. It could happen. All right. Well, look, that is our form guide for Eurovision coming up this week. I'm sure a lot of things will change as the week goes on, and we will be doing our coverage of each semi final plus the jury semi finals and giving our previews and predictions just before the grand final, which I'm sure will change all our minds of what we said today. <laughs> totally. All right. And also, as we said at the start, if you do want to just help out with Aussie Vision to improve what we do, we would just appreciate it so much. We appreciate your support as it is anyway. So you can find the link in the show notes and they'll be on our socials as well. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening as always. See you later. <laughs>